When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, guys. With sports betting season in full force with the NFL kicking off this week, you need a sports book with integrity and longevity like BetUS. You may already know this, but BetUS have been pioneers in the sports book industry for almost three decades, thriving and paying their loyal customer base. And they have loads of bonuses. Join now at BETUS.com today and you can receive a 125% sign-up bonus by using our bonus code CHICAGO125. They have re-up and referral bonuses also, but BetUS is known as America's favorite sports book for a lot of reasons. BetUS has all your NFL games with team and player props and loads of NFL futures and odds. You can bet on college football games, PGA golf, UFC matches, and more. They have every bet type imaginable, and the Sharp Bet US mobile platform is easy with full betting options. So follow my lead and get your phone online and social sports betting partner with integrity and longevity like I did. Cash in on your 125% sign-up bonus at BetUS.com with our code CHICAGO125. BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS. You're listening to the Chicago Audible Podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up-to-date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another episode of the Chicago Audible, and boy, do we have quite the show in store for you. I'm proud of every episode that we put out, but some are just more special than others, and this episode certainly qualifies. I'm Eris Woldewitt, and I am so glad that you decided to join us today. You made the right choice. I'm sitting alongside both of my co-hosts, Nicholas Moriano and Mason West, and in just a moment, we're going to be sharing an exclusive interview with one of the best to ever put on a Chicago Bears uniform. The one, the only, Windy City Flyer, Mr. Ridiculous himself, Devin Hester. Now guys, I'm excited about this uh, as ever, but before Devin officially hops on, is there anything that you want to preface this show with? I know uh, that this interview, as I told Devin during the interview, made three kids lifelong dreams come true uh so nick how about you anything you want to kind of kick the show off with 
Yeah, I mean, Devin Hester played such a big influence on my life and why I got into football. I used to wear his jersey just in middle school and go through the hallways, the crowded hallways, and do like the moves that you would see Hester do on the football field. And, you know, when he scored in flag football, everyone's high-stepping into the end zone. So it's awesome. This is my second time meeting him. And, you know, I, I just, again, this is, a like you said, a dream come true for all three of us. Devin Hester is the best to ever do it. And now we get to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Mason, how about you? You know, I think it's funny. Like, I haven't stopped smiling this whole time. You know, I think a lot of times you see me on this podcast and I'm pretty serious looking and everything like that. Like, my mouth hurts just from smiling the whole time. <laughs> like, it was, it just was so cool. You know, it's something that I never thought would, would be able to happen. And to be able to, you know, talk to an individual that has, like you guys have said, such a big impact, right? And someone who was the, the man for a while here in, in Chicago. And man, to, to say how fun it is, how cool it is, there's not enough words. There really isn't. Uh, yeah, I remember playing pickup games and, you know, doing a little ball flip, like, you know, the little one that Devin would do as well, all the taunting. He just had so much fun <laughs> uh, when he played the game. So in this interview with Devin Hester, we get to talk to him about his career, his Hall of Fame chances, and why he believes he deserves a bust in Canton. The upcoming 2021 Chicago Bears season, including his thoughts on when the Bears should start Justin Field. So stay around for that and a whole lot more. So guys, let's not waste another moment. Here is our exclusive interview with Bears legend, Devin Hester. Devin, thank you so much for taking the time here to hop on our show. We're so excited to have you on and really look forward to getting to know you uh, just a little bit and talking to you here on the show. And I know the NFL season, it kicks off tomorrow. Tonight, you have a couple of fantasy drafts, but I'm just curious, uh, this time of year, do you start feeling a little nostalgic and still want to suit up a bit? Uh, I think my playing days are pretty much, I would say it's pretty much burnt out. Um, I feel like I did all I could do. I left it all on the field. Um, no regrets. Um, very happy with my career. You know, a lot of guys walk away from the game and, you know, was forced out. You know, I walked away from the game. So when you when you run across a player that said, you know, I I was burnt out, I was ready to walk away from the game, then normally they, they feel they, they accomplish a lot. Now, Devin, obviously you're one of, if not, sorry, you are the greatest returner of all time. Uh, most punt return touchdowns ever with 14. Your to 20 total touchdown returns is another NFL record. Uh, I don't want to dive into all the stats. Uh, I've seen your returns countless of times. Uh, being on the show, by the way, you're making three childhood dreams come true. Uh, we all grew up <laughs> watching you. Uh, so I just want to know from your words, what do you believe made you such a special returner? I know you have all the speed in the world, but was it the vision, the mentality? What made you so special, man? I think it was it was the vision, uh, and most definitely I would say it was the heart um, that I felt I had. Uh, playing kickoff and punt return is probably one of the most dangerous positions that you can play in football. Um, football, running back-wise, you can avoid contact. You can... Um, you know, brace a hit uh, majority of the time. Wide receiver, you can read the coverage and know where guys are and um, be able to avoid hits. But I would say when it comes down to kickoff and punt return, you know, going through the hole where you don't see the guy, you know, four or five yards away from you, and he could be running 21, 22 miles per hour and get up on you that quick, uh, you got to have a lot of heart. 
um, to trusting your teammates out there. You know, probably getting knocked out the first time doing it, you know, and having the brave and the courage to do it again and uh, hit the hole the same way you did the first time. Um, that and as well as I would say the agility that I had, the quickness to be able to um, make guys miss. Um, another key asset that I think I was blessed with was to see blocks happen before they even was made. Um, body language of a, my, my blocker going to block a guy that's uh, trying to make the tackle. I was able to read um, the, the angles of that person where I know if I continue to set him up one way, they will make the hole even bigger. Um, small things like that that a lot of guys don't don't probably understand. You know, if they haven't really, really played the game, I was able to get an opportunity to have kickoffs and punt returns. You know, those are the small things that I think made me so unique. Attention listeners from across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pew problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes in next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're at zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDE20. If you're looking for an out-of-world experience, look no further than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off not only in the USA, but Canada, the UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and even Singapore. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your whole solar system together. Get 20%, 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. For a clean, trendy, and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Yeah, and Devin, while you were with the Bears, Dave Tobe was your special teams coordinator for seven of your eight years in Chicago. How impactful was Tobe on your career and what you're able to do there? I was, to be honest, I was blessed to have the best special team coach in the National Football League. Um, the things that Coach Tobe did, you know, just made it so much easier for me just to go out and use my talent and not have to do a lot of thinking. Um, the film breaking that he did was unbelievable where, you know, he broke it down to the tier of the punter, the age, the punter words, how many years he played in the league, how many kids he had. You know, it was broken down, you know, to the point where it's, hey, Devin, this is a cheap book for you. Just go out and use your talent, use your speed, and make things happen. Did you have a favorite team to play against, whether it was because of location or you just felt like you had their number, and then did you have, like, a least favorite Maybe, you know, there was a special teams coordinator that kind of figured you out a little bit. I mean, no one really could, but let's be real. My, but. my favorite team to play against was Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> it was just seeing, like, their special team, I always, I was always able to get a return on those guys for some reason. I just don't know why. I don't know if it comes from the guys they drafted to the coachings or whatever it may be or just playing inside the Minnesota Dome. You know, I always felt like I, every year, had a kickoff or punt return against those guys. 
I felt that way too. Uh, I always knew I can count, count you in on one of those each and every year, Devin. Out of all those returns that you had, is there one that you remember the most vividly, personally? Uh, just a, a quick story for you. I was at the Bears-Rams Monday night game, your rookie season, when you took off those two kick return touchdowns. That whole stadium was rocking. It was a away game, but it felt like a home game for the Bears. So that's one uh, that I remember. But which one is it for you out of all the ones that you had here in, in your time in Chicago? I would say it had to be my rookie year against Arizona Cardinals. I always bring that one up uh, whenever I get asked that question. And I think that that return there, um, the way the game was played, I would say the reason why I called that return is my best memory moment um, because of the situation the game was in. You know, we was down 20-some points going into halftime. Um, and that game right there really showed our strength of the team, you know, which was defense and special team. And uh, for the defense to go out there, and, you know, I think they did four, had four or five turnovers in the second half. And then for the special team to come out and, and you know, seal it with that, that punt return. Um, that's why I say that punt return because uh, I just like the way it was played out. That was That's a game that I think all three of us, including yourself, Devin, will always remember. Uh, I was going to school the next morning. A lot of people, a lot of my friends, also Bears fans, didn't believe me when I told them that you guys came back to win that game. This is before (laughs) social media, before all that news broke on the Internet. Like You had to go old school, either radio or newspaper then. And no one believed me that you guys won that game. And the next day to bring a newspaper and like, oh, wow, well, you weren't kidding. And uh, that was one of those nights I stayed up a little too late, but it was definitely right. well worth it. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, Devin, you're eligible for the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, for that 2022 class. I know everyone here on the show, we believe that you deserve a spot down in Canton. But I want to know, why do you believe you're a Hall of Famer? And what would it mean to you to go first ballot? Uh, I would say for me... Um... Playing in the National Football League, um, you when you get if you get drafted and when you do get drafted, and for the players that's coming in and the players that's hoping to make it to the league, you pretty much set your goals to um, have in the NFL once you you get there. You know, of course, everybody wants to win the Super Bowl. Um, everybody wants to make it to the Pro Bowl. You know, and uh, at the end of the day, putting a chair on top of the, the cake is to make the Hall of Fame. Um, those are the three goals I would say anybody that comes in the NFL with the right mind and their goals, um, making the Hall of Fame is the cherry on top. I do feel like I do deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, not only what I did to the return game, but um, overall picture of the game, the way I um, changed ball field, you know what I mean, where the way I changed field, field possessions, um, the things that I I did on the field that has never done have have ever been done before, um, especially my rookie year, and then to come back and do the same exact thing, but even better my second year to prove a point that um, the first year wasn't a fluke, and um, felt like I could have did it, you know, year after year, but um, the fear that our return game struck into the opponents, we created a new a new rule you know, which mm-hmm. should be called the Devin Hester rule, um, where we <laughs> allow the guys to move the tee up, you know, to kick all touchbacks. And then um, team, teams would would be okay with putting our offense on the 50-yard line because they were kicking it out of bounds. Like, these are some of the things that 
the NFL has never witnessed where a, one player can strike fear in an opponent where they can say, you know what, we really get an offense and put them on the 50-yard line by kicking the ball out of bounds. So you have punters that stats was dropping every time they played against the Chicago Bears because they couldn't kick their 40, 50-yard punch. They, they had to kick it 20, 30 yards out of bounds. You know, so when you come across a player that's changing the whole aspect of special team or return game, then that guy is not only a, a kickoff and punt return, but he's one of the X factors when you prepare prepare for that game. You know, we had plenty of times where the key focal point of opponents beating the Chicago Bears was not to keep the ball to Devin Hester. And when you have a team that main focus point is on the returner, you know, that right there speaks highly of um, what that team is doing and, and what that player is capable of doing. Without a doubt, I know uh, us here uh, as a show, we went to Canton uh, to help celebrate uh, your teammate Brian Erlacher uh, and his enshrinement, and we already plan on doing the same once you get inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Nick, how about you? Any questions for Devin and the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I'm just wondering, have you already started planning what you're going to say in your Hall of Fame speech there, Devin? Has that process already started for you? Have you even thought about it right now? Mom, right now I'm coming up with the list. <laughs> so the okay. list of people that I'm, um, that was dear to me and that was very important in my life. Um, my main focus point is, is to get those guys there right now. That's my number one goal is, um, like I say, everybody that's very important to me that, that helped me through this journey and um, allowed me to be successful and, and to be in the place that I'm in right now. I'm coming up with the list of those guys. Gotcha. So, Devin, I'm, I work at a, at a high school as an English tutor, so if you ever need help game planning with speeches, I do it all the time. Just, just want to well, put I'll that take, out. I'll take you up on that one because I do need <laughs> Hey, Devin, I can't help but notice you got a Peloton in the background there. Who's your favorite uh-huh. instructor? Mine's uh, Alex Toussaint. Alex. Alex. Right? He's, he gets me pumped, right? Yeah, I like Alex and I like the lady um what's her name she just got married i think her name was alex too <laughs> oh i think i know who you're talking about i can't remember her last name yeah the the um her name is alex too she's she's one of the top ones that i like her music and um you know i just like to work out a little bit so she does she do the little dumbbell workout and the stretches and stuff yeah. like that so this is my way of uh, working out since COVID really, really took a hit on, you know, everything. And, you know, me being scared to go to the gym and then my wife concerned about the kids and stuff like that. So, yeah, and Devin, actually, you bring up your your kid there. What's, what's it just been like coaching your son, Dre, and just seeing him continue to grow as a football player? Because I've read stories about him, Devin, and he's football crazy, like football crazy. <laughs> so what has that been like just being able to coach him? It's 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 been fun, man. It's been fun, but at the same time, it's it's been a little headache. Um, we're so much alike, so of course, when you have two of the same kind in one room, you're gonna eventually bump heads. And uh, you know, a guy like Dre, uh, where my little one like Dre, he's he's a special guy, and you know, it's hard for me and it's hard for him. You know, because we play in a very competitive league. And um, I think he, you know, my biggest concern is not trying to have him feel like he have a lot to prove because he's my son. 
you know, uh, he does get a lot of pressure from that. You know, it's his his expectation is high. You know, amongst his peers, they all feel like, oh, that's Devin Hester's son. He's cheating and he's doing this, he's doing that, you know. But at the end of the day, he's a child. I never force him to play football. Um, I have an older son that don't even like football. Um, but he's he's the one that's always up on me. So as a child, he's always been into football. And now I've been coaching him for since he was three years old. And it's been very exciting. And I do feel like, you know, once I retired from football, I lost the joy from the game because I was just burnt out from it. And the moment he really started playing football is when I felt found that passion that I once had for football by watching him do it. That's really tremendous. Burnout is such a real thing, and I'm glad that uh, you found some joy uh, with your son getting into the game, a game that you know made you everything that you are to us here on this show. Uh, looking at this Bears season that does kick off here in a few days, I'm just curious your thoughts on the team that they have this year. And, of course, I know our listeners and Bears fans want to know your take on Justin Fields, and do you think they should play him sooner rather than later? I think, me, honestly, personally, I think they should open up the season with him. I mm. think the city of Chicago wants that. If you go to all the preseason games, you know, um, is it unfair um, to some of the, the, the backup quarterbacks and the starting quarterbacks? Uh Somewhat, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, you you want to please the fans. You want to give the fans what they want to see. And that was my number one priority. I wanted to to say that once these fans are, these fans are in the seat, that I want to put on the show for them. As an organization, you want the fans to be proud to come to the game and have, you know, someone to cheer for. And I think right now, Justin is just a fan favorite. You know, when you watch the games and – Sad to say, when the other quarterback get in, even if they throw a pass and it's not their fault, the receiver dropped the ball, the quarterbacks are getting booed because they're letting the organization know that we won't fifth, you know. And I think that he has shown that, you know, of course it's preseason, but I like what I see, you know. So I think <laughs> a guy like that at a young age, which is a rookie, you go ahead and start him up that way. I don't like to play football when it's a battle between me and another guy, you know, because now you get in, you get concerns of if I make a mistake, they're going to pull me. I don't want to play where I know if I make a mistake, I'm going to get snatched. And if they play this this role of, okay, we're going to wait three, week three or four to put you in the game, and then now he's playing, if, if I make a mistake, I'm going to get pulled, you're really not going to see the true talent. So I think you – I would say you start with him and let him just play. And if he makes his mistakes early, let him learn early. So by the time we get mid-season, we'll see where we're at and we'll see what type of player we have. If you draft the number one draft, if you're number one pick as a quarterback, give yep. him a shot. Well, I love it, Devin. Uh, getting me more inspired and hopefully see Justin that field sooner rather than later. Nick, any other questions for Devin, uh, whether about, you know, his football career, retirement, the bears this season, before we get to, I know there's some things that Devin wants to make sure to share with our listeners here that kind of wrap things up. Yeah. Just one last thing here, Devin, what, what do you miss most about playing football? Is it being that, that lone man when you're a punt returner, kick returner, all eyes are on you. And like you were kind of saying earlier, like they fear you. Like, what is it that you miss most about playing football? I just miss the fans, to be honest. I miss the fans and the teammate. 
my teammates, um, the fans, of course, because uh, for some reason I was I always grew up playing all my sports, like ever since high school to college, as one of the the fan favorites, you know. And from college, where I would go out there at punt return, and the whole stadium would just be yelling, "Hester, Hester!" Like that's what I love. That's what gave me gave me more passion for the game. And when I got to Chicago. When I go out there and I'm getting ready to receive the punt return, and all I do is lift up my hands and the whole damn stadium go crazy. You just don't know how that feels. Like, it's really giving me chills now, you know, to to say that. So that's what I miss about the game, you know what I mean? Being able to have a guy come to the game with a Devin Hester jersey on saying, I'm finna drink three or four beers, and as soon as Hester get ready to turn and get ready for a punt return, I'm finna go crazy. That's what brought me joy and and gave me the passion and stuff that I love, and that's what I miss from the game. Hey, we we miss you too, man. Mason, any la- <laughs> last call for you? Uh, and any questions for Devin? You know, uh, I was talking to a patient that I had today, and I mentioned, man, I'm gonna get to talk to Devin Hester, and he was like, yeah, you gotta ask him because he still had that Impala with the Louis Vuitton lining. Like, so I I had to ask that. You still got that sitting somewhere? Nah, I got. I kind of grew ah. out of that. You know, that was a, that was a young. <laughs> Young Devin has. I got a, a '77 <laughs> Chevelle right now, so I keep old right. school now. So I got a 1970 uh, Chevelle. All right, very Devin. Nice, so nice. I know that you have an event coming up here this Saturday, September 10th, right. at the Club Hawthorne Crestwood Points Bet Sportsbook on Rivercrest Drive, from 1 to 2 p.m. Where you're going to have a Q&A session. A uh, photo opportunity. Do you want to talk more about that event? And I believe Lance Briggs is going to be there a little bit after you okay. as well. Okay. So, yeah, this Saturday, you know, I will be there. Um, it's a Q&A, and it's open to the fans for uh, photo ops. So fans will have an opportunity to take a picture with me. Um, and this is my second year with Points Bet. Um, it's a great betting site. You know, it's one of, it's probably the fastest betting site that I ever, you know, participated in. Um, the reason why I think they're so good because they have multiple bets where, you know, the more you bet, the more you win. So it gives you a better opportunity to win. I think it's, it's almost like cheating when you bet. And if you just lose and you keep betting until you win <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, and of course it's the one of the fastest betting site where you don't sit, you can sit there and bet and your bet come up instantly. Um, other than that, I feel that the reason why I really joined point bet, joined these guys was cause because of the speed of the betting, you know, like, like I say, when you, when you're betting on these other, these other sites, um, it could take a while. You could miss a bet. You know what I mean? If you try to put it in that last minute, but these right here, they have in-house technology. Um, so it's, it's so easy to, to, to get a bet at the last minute and, and you're able to make the bets. That's right. You know, thanks to the points bet in-house tech, the points bet app is personalized for the, for the Chicago and Illinois sports fan. Uh, so definitely it's really good stuff there. So if you're in the area, definitely go meet Devin. Uh, stay around for Lance Briggs. Again, that is going to be at uh, the Club Hawthorne Crestwood Points Bet Sportsbook on Rivercrest Drive, 1 to 2 p.m. this Saturday, September 10th. So, Devin, I just have one final question here for you, and then we're going to let you get to your fantasy drafts. Okay, I just no want to problem. know, what do you want to be remembered about uh, for your time in Chicago? What do you want that legacy to be? If it's, you know, just a sentence or a couple of words, what, you know, once more time passed, what do you want that Devin Hester Chicago legacy to be remembered as? I would say the Windy City Flyer, ridiculous player. Love it. That's, Love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, 
Without a doubt. Uh, so on a less serious note, who are you eyeing in your first round for your fantasy drafts? The, I'm, the, I've been looking at the fantasy draft. I hope some of the guys that I'm drafting were not listening to this, but this draft <laughs> is full of receivers. So I think I'm going to shy away from the receivers in the first, at least the first three picks. I'm going to shy away from the receivers uh, and probably go with a back, a back in the quarterback. And I'm going to try to get a, a good tight end. I think right now, from looking at the list, like the top 25, 30 receivers right now capable of being the leader right now. So it's a ton of receivers out there. So I think my first pick would be a, a, a back. I think my second one would probably be another back because the quarterbacks right now, you know, you can draft one in the third, fourth round and not miss a, miss a beat. So I think my first two are going to be two running backs and then a tight end. Like it. Devin Hester throwing some fantasy strategy at us to kind of wrap up this interview. But I, I think that does it. Thanks again uh, for your time. But more importantly, thanks for all the amazing memories uh, that you instilled into me. And I'm sure Nick and Mason, you guys feel the same, right? Absolutely. I mean, like, I can't even explain, like, how you helped sculpt me as a football player and what I did. So, you know, I started doing the, the hand wave and I did my kicking <laughs> in high school. And, you know, I actually, in shop class, made a little belt buckle with you high step. And, like, honestly, dude, like, thank you so much for all you did for Chicago. I pre- can't tell you enough how much I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Mace. <laughs> Well, that's it for this episode, Bears fans. I hope that you enjoy that interview with Devin Hester. Up next is going to be our first game preview of the year, Bears-Rams. What do the Bears need to do in order to pull out a victory here in week one? It's going to be a tough task, but there are some paths to victory here for this team. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more next time. But until then, Bear Down, Chicago. Bear down.